this week on the Roommates Podcast. Because, huh? I mean, that's a fear of mine, to be honest with you. Go you know, ahead. being with a girl and she bad, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? She bad. She's, she's a foolish. bad man. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, very attractive, you know, physically. And then when we get married, you know, it's kind of like she lets herself go. And, you know, she comes to this person and is like, man, I probably wouldn't never talk to, you know, if she if she gains enough weight. Uh, if she doesn't take care of herself, you know, because dedic- even like dedication and, and and you know work and not being lazy, all those little things are attractive to me. You know, I don't want somebody just a couch potato the whole time. So if if things that she used to do, knowing like to kind of get me, know that I could pique interest and she can like me and and you know win me over, and it's like now since she has me, she got the marriage, she got the ring, she got the commitment. Now she's like, okay, all my work is done. Good everybody, it's Hafiz. Chris start the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. It is another week, another episode of the podcast. Another episode we're about to get killed. We're about to get crucified. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so. <laughs> let's get right into let's it. Let's get right into it. So today was our day off. It was. It was our day off. And I was very excited. Not going to lie. <laughs> Chris was very excited about I our I was happy. Yes. You know, I had to put a smile on my face. Yes. But <laughs> here we are. Here we are. So we're doing a lot of work the past couple of days. So I said, let's take the day off. Let's chill. You know, let's just relax. You know, we've been working hard and we deserve it. Yes, yes, yes. You need and, a day of rest. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord rested on the seventh day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were resting and then I... Received a phone call uh-huh. from one of my friends. Yes. And during the phone call, I won't say this guy's name. You should not. <laughs> he told me something. Excuse me. Corona! <laughs> he told me that um, his wife had gained a lot of weight Ooh. after... They were married. Ooh. And he told me that it's been very hard to be as intimate as they were in the past because of the weight gain. Ooh. Yikes. And he said, you know, he obviously loves her and all that stuff, but he's struggling with how do I talk to her about this said weight gain. Ooh. And that led me and Chris to a conversation we were having about the subject matter. And before we jump into it, this episode is, <sighs> I feel like it's for mature audiences only. I think what we need to do on certain episodes mm-hmm. that we know is like very controversial, it is for mature audiences only. So this is a very, very sensitive subject matter for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If it is too sensitive for you, I highly advise you don't watch this episode. Mm-hmm. But if you can be mature enough to have an adult conversation about a very controversial and touchy issue, I want to ask you to go into the episode attempting to listen to what we're saying and not to assume what we're saying. Mm. And I also ask you if you're going to watch the episode or even watch the clips on social media, that you listen to the entire discussion before coming to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. 
because we're going to try to always bring a nice little bow at the end of the story. But if you're not willing to be mature and to listen to the entire conversation, to understand the context of the conversation, I am very, very, very sorry. And I ask you, don't comment, and to go on to another more safe and comfortable episode. <laughs> Before you, we jump into it, is there anything you'd like to add to that, Chris? Uh, no, not really. I mean, we're gonna we're definitely gonna say what we need to say. Uh, definitely say how we're gonna feel. You know, we can watch our tone. But besides that, I think you said everything. Okay, so let's begin with part one of this complex issue. And let's make this gender neutral mm-hmm. before we get into specifics of it. One thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people put a ton of effort to attract a potential partner, and they don't put that same effort into maintaining a potential partner. Mm. Men will go on dates, buy her flowers, take her on a nice vacation, you know, promise her the world, always be available, go to, you know, baby showers. They'll do everything in the world to attract a woman and to get that woman to fall in love with him. Once she's fallen in love with him, then the dates stop, the flowers stop, the gifts stop, the availability becomes less and less, the nice, sweet text messages become fewer and fewer. And so all that energy seems to evaporate into the morning mist. (laughs) (laughs) And likewise, women do the same thing. They'll work out. They will wear nice clothes. They'll make sure that their hair is done. They'll make sure that, you know, their arms are shaven and their legs are shaven and all the things they know the guy likes. Not saying that you have to have your legs shaven all the time. Everyone's different. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you know they'll they'll do all these things you know the sweet talking and you know being sexually available and all that stuff and then when you know the 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 wedding happens and the and the vows are exchanged and all of a sudden you know some pounds are gained all of a sudden you know more and more just bonnets are seen around the house <laughs> <laughs> Less and less, you know, her being done up for you. More and more just throwing something on, just just to throw it on. Less dressing up. Less compliments. Less sweet nothings. And those things seem to also evaporate into the morning mist. And I feel as though that is a very, very big problem that both genders do. And what happens is that The behavior you exhibit once in the relationship, if you would have exhibited it in the beginning when that person first met you, they would not be with you. Mm -hmm. So if you were a guy and you weren't as sweet, weren't as kind, wasn't willing to take her out on dates, wasn't willing to compliment her, wasn't willing to accommodate her, wasn't willing, for even for you as a man, staying in the gym, staying in the shade, making sure your hair is nice and cut. If you were that same guy at the beginning, that you are maybe three, four, five years into marriage, she probably wouldn't even take you into consideration. Mm-hmm. And women as well. Yeah. So what are your thoughts about those situations, Christopher Jordan Below? Yeah. Man, 
I do. I mean, because I can only go far as like, you know, the men's side because I'm a man. And I mean, there's been times where, and I think most guys has been there when you get a girl um, for whatever reason, you do a lot to like, like to get them to like you. Um, and I don't know if it's just like knowing that they falling for you or it's a comfort level or something, but things do slow down and things do change. It, it could, you take them for granted. You could find out something that you don't like about them, whatever. Something changes, something happens. And I feel like women can see that change. I feel like they call out guys for that change more too. Um, so I do think that happens pretty much often that, you know, if the guy changes, cause I feel like women pay attention to everything. Um, I feel like if you were saying good morning, Texas, you know, 23, three, 23 weeks straight and you stopped that one day, mm, I feel very like, good point, Chris. I think they definitely would notice, uh, notice something. Um, you know, they notice that the forehead kisses stop, you mm. know, things like that. I think women are uh, more in tune to actually knowing the small, minute details of the guy have changing. And I do think they call men out more on that. Um, you don't love me as much. You do you care, care for me. You know, you used to do this. You used to do that. What happened? You know, who's getting your attention now? All those kind of things. I think that conversation happens often. Um, but I feel like as far as men, I feel like men don't say, say anything. You know, I feel like they see change. Um, and for whatever reason, they don't say nothing, you know? So if she gains some weight, you know, if he's already in the doghouse, it's like, how can he have that conversation? You mm, know, that's a great point. You know, um, if, you know, how do you even start that conversation without hurting her feelings, her feeling like you're not, you know, interested in her anymore, or she's unattractive to you now? Like, you know, that conversation started is, is hard. You know, um, because, I mean, that's just, you're playing with fire, basically. You're playing with fire. Uh, and we, I mean, we've never been married, but we, I mean, we've experienced some of it in, in different type of relationships where if a woman's changed, but I think it's a little bit more like a confidence thing. If a woman's changed something, I don't think it really that big of a deal to have it. It's something small, minute, because we feel like we already got her. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that's where we kind of differ at, but... At the same time, I do uh, agree with the notion where if you put as the work in the beginning, you should put just as much work, you know, if into not marriage, more. if not more, because that's where it's going to get harder. You know, life changes, job changes, kids happen, the romantic, the intimacy, the connection, the communication it all can get affected because everything else is pulling at you all's relationship. So you definitely have to put in overtime and work because, and, and I think communication is probably the biggest key in this whole conversation we're talking about right now because a lack of communication and can breathe in a lot of assumptions and, you know, a lot of deceitfulness, a lot of lies in people's head and people can just come up with stuff and overthink things and then react to where they're coming up in the head without actually talking about it. So I do feel like it's an issue. I do feel a lot of men go through that issue. They don't say nothing, though. You know, they see changes in their wives, whether it's physical, emotional, or attitude, they don't say nothing. They just kind of like, how do I deal with it? And I think that can cause a lot of miscommunications and cause a lot of turmoil in the marriage. 
Man, that's really good. That's that's a really good point. No, I appreciate you sharing all those things because, hmm, where do I want to go? I had a bunch of ideas. I was like, let me write these down. Then all of them left my brain. <laughs> I mean, we go with our fears. Because, huh? I mean, that's a fear of mine, to be honest with you. Go you know, ahead. being with a girl, she bad, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? She bad. She's, She's a foolish. bad man. I'm, I'm telling you, uh, very attractive, you know, physically. And then when we get married, you know, it's kind of like she lets herself go. And, you know, she comes to this person. It's like, man, I probably would not never talk to, you know, if she if she gains enough weight. Uh, if she doesn't take care of herself. You know, because dedic- even like dedication and, and, and you know, work and not being lazy, all those little things are attractive to me. You know, I don't want somebody that's just a couch potato the whole time. So if if things that she used to do, knowing like to kind of get me, know that I could pique interest and she can like me and, and, you know, win me over. And it's like now since she has me, she got the marriage, she got the ring, she got the commitment. Now she's like, OK, all my work is done. You know, mm. I can just relax. You know, be who I want to be, truly where I want to be. Like, I don't have to work out as much anymore. I already got this guy. Um, you know, I don't have to cook no more. I mean, we can just eat out. You know, like, mm. I don't have to be that that play wife. I'm, I'm a real wife now. Duh. You know, I don't feel like cooking. Like, things like that. I'm not saying they have to cook every night. Relax. Duh. But uh, Relax. You know, things change. You know, people take other people for granted. Now, it's a fear, you know. Like, how how will I react if my woman do gain 40 to 50 pounds? Ooh, that's, a, that's a lot. You know, could pre- pregnancy, you know, two or three kids. Like, I want at least two. At least two. Uh, at least. At least two. At least. So, the body's going to change. For yeah, sure. For you sure. You know, um, obviously, she's going to eat. <laughs> she got to eat. Yeah. And if she doesn't work out, I mean, it's going a lot of a lot of things are going to change. And mm-hmm. it's like, how can, like, you know, what? How will I react? Mm. What exactly? How much change can I really take? Yes. You know, so that's really a concern. And it might be even something with it's inner with me that I have to figure out. Uh, but I do feel like the effort of always being my best self has to be there, rather than like. You know, you did this to me. The three kids did this to me. I can't do nothing about it. It is what it is. This yeah. is me now. Uh, you know, forty pounds later, yeah. and I have to deal with it, man. So, and you want me to love you just yeah. as much, yeah, as you know when I first met you. Here's the thing that people always say to your point. People always say, "I want you to love me, no matter how much weight I gain." No matter how sick I get, mm-hmm. no matter what goes on, no matter what changes, I want you to love me for me and not just for this exterior avatar. So that's the number one argument. They always say, oh, my gosh, you're so shallow. You don't yeah. really love her for who she is. You love her because of X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But here's the problem that people talk about. They always talk about person A doesn't love person B because of who person B really is. Mm-hmm. That's the problem they describe. But then they never discuss person B doesn't love person A enough to be the best version of their self for them. Mm. And that's something people don't talk about, right? So I know the, 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 the female weight issue is a very sensitive issue. As I said in the beginning, if you can't watch this episode, don't watch the episode. Yeah, But... Going to that point is like, if you really love this man, you want to do what makes him happy. 
You want to be the apple of his eye. You want to be the best version of yourself for this man. So, and like I said, I understand that sometimes things happen. The pregnancy thing, I understand that all day long. I understand that. No one's no one's arguing after you have a baby, you should look like the same way you... No one's ever asking for that. That's ridiculous. But... What happens, like Chris said, is that when that that when an unhealthy amount of weight is gained and it just becomes this is my new this is the new me, and you don't love that person that you're with enough to be the best version of yourself for them. To me, whether that's a man doing it or a woman doing it, that's a problem. And I'll never forget, I was actually called out on this by a girl um, that I was dating a couple years ago, and she was like. You used to work out a lot before you we met. Um, how come you don't work out as much now? And that's when it was like, oh, snap. That was a great point. Like, why was I working out? Was I really working out because I liked working out for my best health and benefit? Or was I only using it to attract a woman? And even if I was using it to attract a woman, why was it that once we're in a relationship, I, I just stopped doing it? That was wrong. And I was like, yo, that was a great point. And I started getting back in it. Um, and so to me, it's like you should love that person enough to want to be the best version of yourself for them, right, to never want to be complacent. Um, when I was teaching, there, um, we had this motto when we were training, and we used to always say, good, better, best, never let it rest until your good is better and your better is best. But the motto was more about always improving, always growing, always advancing, always do, always being better. And so I feel as though it's just not fair. One, like in regards to do you really love that person if you're not trying to be your best self for them? And that's a key word, your best self. No one's asking you to be a size zero. No one's asking you to be an Instagram model or fitness model. You know, we wouldn't mind. <laughs> Doing so good. I know I was doing so well. <laughs> you know I can't help it, bro. I gotta screw something up. <laughs> I gotta blow it up. When I'm when I'm too sweet, I gotta mess it up. <laughs> That's what um you know who I, I'm talking to. Yeah. She was like, Yeah, you 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 have these really wise moments. Yes. You have these really funny moments. Yes. You have these really weird inappropriate moments. Yes. It's like what, where is this coming from? <laughs> I I need it, man. <laughs> I need it to make me keep me human. I understand. Um so so where was I going? I forgot. <laughs> uh, good, better, best. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Never so, better than the rest. I don't yeah. Know. So you should always, you should always strive for that if you truly care for the other individual. I really, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer in that, and I feel as though it's not fair. And then to your second point, what's not fair is that I keep on people keep on calling us shallow, and we need to talk about this. Maybe if we have time at the end of this episode. Okay. I always say. Sex, I mean, romantic desire is a three-legged stool. And as a three-legged stool, all three of these things need to be there. All three of these things are equally important. Like the Trinity, if you're familiar with Christian theology. Yes. You know, Father, Son, Spirit, all of them are equal. You know, sometimes there is a, a, a hierarchy to them, but all of them are equal. And, and there's not one without the other, right? Yeah. So the three-legged stool is physical appearance, character, spirituality. Those are the are the three major components which create romantic attraction or true like love, in my personal opinion. And the difference between Chris and I 
and Chris and my wife is that. With Chris and my wife, she has the romantic attraction. Chris is just character and spirituality. That's what makes friends. Mm-hmm. But character, spirituality, and romantic attraction, that makes romantic interest and true love and romantic partner. So when you take the romantic attraction and you throw it out the window, then no longer do you become lovers, but now you become roommates. <laughs> you know? And so what ends up happening is, is that if you were that version of yourself when they first met, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been with you. They wouldn't have chose you because they liked you at that. So, for example, let's, let's go, let's pick on the guys. If, let's say, a woman meets me, Chris Below, yeah. and Chris is so ambitious, so driven, always has new ideas, always starting businesses, like, and she loves that about him. He's a pioneer. He's always working hard. He comes home tired and worn out from all his hard work. And then let's say year four into the marriage, all of a sudden, he's, he's not ambitious anymore. He spends more time staying at home, playing video games, at LA Fitness, hooping with the homies. He's no longer really, you know, putting a lot of time in at work. The money's starting to slip. You know, he's just becoming a couch potato, just watching Netflix. And all that sexy ambition that once drew her so close to you, you just threw it out the window because you're like, oh, I'm married now. I just want to chill now. That will affect the relationship greatly because one of the main things she loves about you is your ambition. Another thing, there was this guy, there's this woman who loved dancing. She was a huge dancer, and her partner would always go dancing with her. They would always go dancing on Fridays. That was their thing. That's, and she loved, they bonded so much from it. One day, the partner said, you know what? I don't want to dance anymore. I'm not interested in dancing. And so the main thing about the relationship that she loved so much, he removed it years into marriage. And there was a huge hole in the relationship because no longer was he doing the things that she loved. And they had a tons of issues because of it. And so that's one of the problems I have with, with people being lazy is that that representative that you showed at the beginning was totally different than the person that they're dealing with today. Yeah, and that's, that's where... The main issue is, I think, at the core of it all, I mean, obviously we use an example of, like, status with men, money with men, willpower, confidence, all that stuff changing after marriage, and then the physical attraction, women keeping up with themselves and trying to be the best version of themselves to get a husband. After they get a husband, then they change. Mm-hmm. That's the two. That's two major examples, but the overall point is, you know, to keep a romantic relationship alive, to have that fire, to have that spark, you know, you have to put in the work continuously. Mm. Where like, cause what got you there will also continue. Yes. You know, that's and I think that's where the overall message is of this episode. Um, cause I mean, I'm not like I said, I'm not just saying this and and we seeming shallow. Like, if you gain some weight, we're gonna leave you or something like that. Obviously, we're understanding, we're compassionate, we get all that. We're not crazy. Um, and I I don't think our expectations is is too ridiculous. Um, I think it's just. The fear of not wanting to be the best for me, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like, or we feel like we'll put in a lot of work, not only to get our wives, but we're going to put in a lot of work to keep them, to mm-hmm. make them happy. You know, we're going to have stuff that's going to weigh on our mind. You know, we have so much responsibility, so much other things. Um, you know, we want to feel cherished too. We want to feel appreciated. Um, and one of those things is just, you know, continue what you've been doing. And the same thing with us, you mm-hmm. know. 
Um, I, I think that's something can go a long way for a man knowing that his wife is putting in the same amount of work and vice versa. You know, if the wife is doing all these things and the man's not doing something, then that that's the issue. The, the man needs to step up and, you know, continue to bring romance into the relationship. So, because I just don't want the overall message of this podcast is about women gaining weight and we being upset. Oh, no, 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 I'm no. just, that's why I'm, keep, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to reiterate that point. Like, yes. this is not what that Cause is. Because I know what some of the girls will say in the comments. It's also true for some men as well. 100%, man, so, yeah. Some men, you know, when they get the girl, they start eating unhealthy, they stop exercising, you know, they're, you know, becoming more of a sed- uh, sedative lifestyle where they're yeah. just not really doing their best foot forward. Exactly. And then the girl is like, she's less attracted to that. Yeah. You know? That's an issue. She's less attracted to that. That's a huge issue. And I think, so, moving forward, I think communication is huge. Mm -hmm. I think communication is how. How does one communicate that? Let's say to my friend from the beginning who said his wife gained a lot of weight and he's like, and he's struggling a lot. How does he communicate that in a healthy manner to his wife? I I have a first one. And I'm curious to what you think. I have I have one too. Go ahead. I think you have to go in with the health standpoint. It's just overall being healthy. Mm-hmm. And this might be old news when this comes out, but I was watching a video earlier this morning and it was about the coronavirus and how it's affecting the black community. Mm-hmm. And it was something where that the health community of the black community is so disproportionate to any other race because of overweight and obesity mm-hmm. due to, um, you know, diabetes, high blood pressure, uh, hypertension, you know, respiratory issues, all that caused by the things that we eat and, and the amount of fat that we have. And knowing that, you know, we're raising the kids, we're raising the family, you know, we're trying to be stable to community. We're trying to do all these things, yada, yada, yada. You know, I need my partner here. You know, I need my rock here. And I don't want something to happen to you that you and I can both help prevent. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's something where um, I have to say just come from a health, a health standpoint and not only tell her, but lead in it. So... That's a huge thing. So if it's something that we have to get rid of everything in the house that's fatty or, you know, snacky or something, you know, that is can deem unhealthy, then, yeah, if, you know, we have to go to freaking cooking class or recipe and, and cook and eat better, then, yeah, we have to exercise together, whether it's at home or at the gym, mm-hmm. then, yeah, like, we have to do that. So that's one kind of standpoint where you can go into a health aspect of it because you want the best for that person, and you kind of have to put the onus of we need you, we don't want to lose you. And I think women do that, especially to men, mm-hmm. uh, when men gain weight. Um, I don't I don't know what's the best conversation if it's an attraction issue, and it's like, you know, I don't see you as attractive anymore. I think that's a huge, harder conversation. And I don't know if it's going to gain a lot of positive outcome because mm-hmm. I think it's super hard for women to hear that and then to have them be up and drive and, and motivating. I think it's just going to, you know, make things worse. I don't know how you have that conversation. Yeah. 
Um, that's why I say the health might be the best way because you kind of get both. Yeah. No, I think my thing was first and foremost is you have to lead in that you have situation. To lead in it, 100%. You know, because what happens is, I mean, the reality of life is everybody's going to gain weight as they get older. Yes. Some gain more than others, yes. right? Some gain more than others. And what happens is some people gain weight a lot easier than others. So I remember there was this. Um, Tatiana, when Tatiana was on the podcast. Long time ago. Long time ago. Shout out to Tatiana. Shout out to Tatiana. She definitely not watching this. <laughs> um, Tatiana, she she was um, you know, coaching women for health and all that good stuff. And she said there was this girl who I believe she was 12 years old. And she like asked Tatiana after one of her courses that she was teaching at a school, and she said, um, Tatiana, or whatever her name was, Miss Whatever, um, I eat the same way everybody else around me eats. How come I'm so much bigger and they're so much smaller? What's wrong with me? And what Tatiana let her know is that, you know, everyone's body is different. Like, everybody knows me. I eat, I eat really bad. Yeah. Burgers, pizzas, like, really terrible food. But, like, if I don't work out, I shrivel up. No matter what I eat. Yeah. I will shrivel up. I can't get bigger. Yeah. Like, I have to eat all, like, and I eat a lot already. Yeah. But so I just, so that's how my body is. My body is just naturally super fast metabolism. So if, if for me, because I realized that when I was, you know, dating another girl, like, I had to diet well because if she was eating what I was eating, her body ain't like my body. You know what yeah. I mean? So, um, so, you know, going back to the point, Tatiana was like, you have to eat for your body and not compare. So when you're uh, when you're married and you have a wife, or you're in a relationship, it's like you guys eat together, and you might be able to eat the, the pizzas, you might be able to eat the you know the, the fries. So you ordering that stuff with her might negatively affect her because her body can't deal with it as well. So you you're gonna have to um, lead diet wise, like Chris said. You might love the you know, freaking fruit snacks and all that I stuff. I love fruit snacks. But you might have to remove them from the cupboard. Yeah. You know, you might love, you know, the Kool-Aid and the Gatorade Frost, which is a great refreshing <laughs> beverage. To- you might love them all, but you got to remove the sugary drinks from the house, you know? And so the first thing is, like, in regards to the dietary lifestyle, you're going to have to lead in that, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're going to have to say, you know what, I love five guys, but we're not doing five guys. You know, I love a Popeye's chicken sandwich, but we're not eating that anymore. We're not eating Papa John's anymore. Um, and then working out wise, you gotta lead there. You gotta you gotta be the one going to the gym. You gotta be the one initiating these things first. And what happens is that, for uh, in my personal opinion, especially if she's a good woman and she loves you, if she sees that you you gaining you making gains at the gym, you know she's gonna make gains at the gym as well. She sees that you're actually putting in time and and she watching your stories of you killing it in the gym and looking good and doing all that stuff. Yo, it's going to put some pressure on her. Mm-hmm. So I feel as though sometimes men are not leading in that area. Um, and even going back to the point, let's say, uh, not just like I don't want to pick up the weight issue, but if you're a woman and there's a guy who's not doing the, the things that you used to do, um, I, I believe sometimes you got to have, I don't know how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. And I know I tried this before. And you got to do a really careful job of how you communicate this. But relationship checkups. Yeah, I know. I was thinking that in my head. You got to have a relationship checkup. Maybe once a month. I used to do once a week. But I think once a week was too much. It was over. It really affected her. Um, 
but you got to do a checkup. And, and during the relationship checkup, first thing you got to do is reaffirm how much you love each other, mm-hmm. how much you value and you appreciate. But during the checkup, we got to give the harsh truth. Yeah. And we and you got to say, sweetheart, you know I love you, um, but I'm going to be 100% honest with you. And the same way, I know you love me, be 100% honest with, with me. If I'm slacking in some area that you don't like, I'm going to receive it. Yeah. And so the first thing as a man, you got to be able to receive that well. Got to. You got to be able to receive it well. You can't be like you can't be arguing, you can't go back and forth, you can't be defensive cuz then she going to do the same thing when you share your things. So she's like, you know what I mean? The flag ain't raising like it used to. <laughs> you got to go the ahead. The flag ain't raising. You got to go ahead and figure out what's going on. What are you eating? You know, make my need to go to urologist. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, <laughs> The hey. flag ain't raised. Hey man, you, hey, you know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta t- that's that will hurt, bro. No, 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 that will feel good. T- if a woman told you that, that would not feel good. <laughs> it would not feel good. No, 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 I want to improve because I want to be the best version of myself for you. Yes. And then by you leading as a man and receiving the harsh criticisms, then you can give her. I'm just kidding. My turn. My turn. Uh, all right, now that that's out the way. Wait for all month of April. <laughs> but uh, but no, nah, but like I would say, you got to be the key. Like Chris always says, is delivery. Delivery is very important. Delivery. You know, to me, I I like to I like to do it cuddling. Oh. Like to do, you got do it cuddling, do it in a do it in a, a situation where you can ref, um, reaffirm her, you know how you feel about her, you know very soft tone, yeah, a lot you. of pet names like okay. sweetheart, yeah, I know and you sweetheart and through every, and, every sentence, you know and dear and I love, got you. you know you gotta you gotta be very very okay. calm, you gotta be very calm during the during the checkup. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. I think that purpose is amazing and. Do not, and I'm telling myself this, I'm not really telling y'all this, but do not let past experiences affect those real communication conversations. Break that down for us. Because, um, you know, I had, you know, while I was dating this girl, said some harsh things, um, and I felt like I said it in the right way, but she didn't take it the best way. Mm-hmm. So therefore, she kind of pushed back, ran away, you know, and really didn't confide and really didn't improve anything. Um, so then that's why I kind of like, kind of use a different way to get the overall messages across. Like for example, she gained weight, go with a health route rather than like, Hey, you gaining weight and I'm not as attracted to you. You know, it's like, I see both sides. I can be effective, but you can't use your past relationship to affect your current one. It's what I'm saying. So, um, delivery is very important. The tone is very important, but you have to be, you can't, you can't, you can't be like, well, I told I told my ex this, it didn't go well, so now I'm not gonna tell yeah, you know my true. current girl. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that. Um, but yeah, relationship checkups is very best. And I think, I think the point of the matter is we in a committed relationship. We don't want something as weight or a lack of ambition or um, laziness affected because it can. They can be silent killers, and you know those things not being talked about can bring a whole lot of turmoil in a relationship and ruin a marriage. Man, hold, hold your thought. I'm hold holding your thought. I love that point because, and those are things that can be solved. Exactly. Those are they things can be that can solved. be solved. 
there's this um, in the book of in the in the Bible in the Bible in the Old Testament. There's this book called Songs of Solomon, and one of the points of the book was like a love story. And Solomon, the author, told his beloved. He said, "Beware of the foxes in the vineyard." Mm-hmm. So basically, the idea of like these little teeny foxes that would come into your vineyard and like eat all the groups and like ruin it. Yep. So those are where some of those things are. They're the little teeny issues that can be nipped in the butt really quickly, you know. But it can destroy the entire relationship if not checked. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it, it comes with a level of love and patience because anything can happen for the, the cause. It's a cause of why this all of a sudden changed. I don't, most of the time, I really don't believe that, you know, women just get lazy and just gain weight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's a death in the family, they lost their job. They, they, I don't know, in, insecure about something. Who knows? Stress, you know? over stress. Exactly. Stress is huge. Same thing with the guy, you know, you know. Not as much time in the gym. Kids going crazy. You know, work is very stressful. Got a lot of pressure. So you eat like, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. Or you get lazy. You want to, you know, not do anything. Mm -hmm. So it's always a cause. So whatever that cause is, you know, you have to understand and really, you know, embrace that and comfort that person. And but like we always say, when you see issue, it's okay to deal with it, but it's not okay to stay there. Mm -hmm. You know, it shouldn't give you a reason to just continue doing what you're doing. Um, and and just stay there because you know it's time to it's always gonna be something that's gonna uh, affect us and we have to learn how to fight now and use these muscles now and be there for our significant other as well so definitely understand what the root of the issue is and have compassion uh, but also be that that motivating spirit that person to lead them back into where they was, you know, and back out the darkness if they are in the darkness or, mm-hmm. you know, reflame that lit, you know, ambition that they once had, like, you know, reaffirm them of what's, you know, how they was, that you, they can get back there and I would love you through the whole um, journey and we can get to it. Because that's one thing, I just, I don't want marriages to break up over something small mm-hmm. that's preventable for, uh, that people can put work in I don't want nobody to not say anything and kind of just let things grow on their own and yeah, kind of just like blow up. The weeds, man. The weeds. Yeah, the weeds are very important. So, I mean, that's to me is the overall message of everything. But yeah, I mean, it's it's like, yeah. I mean, I have fears of that, of me slacking off and her slacking off and we growing apart because we both slacked off. Like, that's not good, you yeah. know? So I understand that I have to lead in certain areas to make sure that that won't happen and we can keep the spark and keep the romantic uh, relationship going uh, because I don't want that, you know, knocking us off, mm-hmm. especially if we can prevent it and yeah. we can do something about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not with that. Yeah. And to me, it's like this, I kind of want to pivot now. I feel like we addressed everything. Do you feel like we addressed everything or something else we got to bring up in regards to that subject matter? Nah. No, I think we I think we addressed everything. So I want to pivot now to um, another conversation about um, people always saying that um, you guys are very shallow, oh, gotcha. and you guys are and why are you guys so picky when it comes to these things? Um, as I said previously, the first thing I wanted to make clear is that going back to the three legged stool illustration, I want to continue to reiterate that. It is never, oh, as long as she looks like this, we don't care about the rest of the things. Never. We could have been done. Yes. 
You can be the most beautiful person in the world, but if you do not have the character or the spirituality that we desire, we will not enter into a long-term relationship with you. Never work. It will never work. So like I said, it's all three of those things. It's physical, um, character, and spiritual. Character can also be known as emotional if you you want to define it like that. Um, the, The Holy Trinity needs all three pieces. So we are never just saying physical alone, but we are we're not lying and saying physical doesn't matter. Because it matters. One of the biggest things that you you people don't talk about is that um physical attraction is is also cultivates desires. And when desires are gone, then other things naturally leave. So one of the things I was talking about was let's say you're a guy and a woman's like, oh, yeah, uh, I don't care about the, the way a guy looks. And I use a family guy illustration to you. I, don't, I think I've used it before, so I want to reiterate it too much. Okay. But uh, a woman would say, I don't care the way a guy looks. I just love him who, for who he is. But if that guy gained 50 pounds, watch how less affectionate she is. Watch how less eager she is to have sex with him. Watch how less touchy-feely she is with him. Like, though they won't leave... Like, their actions will change. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I love you no matter what, but what about your actions? Are your actions the same no matter what? If this guy that you met is a hardworking, ambitious man, and all of a sudden he becomes a very lazy, um, unmotivated man, will you be as sexually attracted and as sexually motivated as you were when he was ambitious as he was when he was sitting on the couch being lazy? By no means. That... Sexual romantic (laughs) (laughs) Romans eight by no means. By no means. So that part is a pivotal part of the human experience. And one thing that I've noticed, and this is one of the reasons why I feel as though I'm very picky, is because when men view cheating slash pornography as an option they are less picky when it comes to their women. Mm. And what they do is that they say, okay, she gained weight or she's not attractive as she used to be or she's not this, but I'm going to get it from somewhere else. So I'm going I'm to take the, maybe she's still cooking and maybe she's still a good mother and all that stuff, but I'm going to take the friendship from my um, coworker at work. I'm going to take the sexual desire from, you know, the girl on the pornos. I'm gonna take. So what they do is that they use they substitute. You substitute what you really want from your partner with other people, and that's not good. And that's not good, especially like I said, when it comes to sex. There's so many guys that you look at their wives, and their wives lose weight, and then you see all of a sudden the guys are cheating with girls who look like the way their wives used to be. Never saying there's an excuse for infidelity. There's never no, an excuse, no, no, no. but there are things that. You, each person can do to push the other person in that direction. If you are a man and you're constantly emotionally neglecting your woman, you are pushing her towards infidelity. It's never saying it's right that she does it, but you are pushing her in that direction that may allow temptation to be a little more enticing when she's in that low state of being. So in the same way, I feel as though as a woman, when you're not, you know, caring enough to be as physically desirous as you've always been for your man, you're pushing him in a direction that makes other women so much more physically desirous and makes temptation a little bit more enticing. So for me, it's like, 
I want my wife to be my standard of beauty. I don't want to be on Pornhub. I don't yeah. want to be on Instagram, you know, secretly following the Instagram models. And I don't want to be, you know, the guy who goes on a business trip and is cheating on his wife. And I don't want to be the guy who goes on vacation and is secretly having sex with women because my wife will never find. I don't want to be that. I want my wife to be my standard of beauty. And I want to, and I want to genuinely be desirous of her. And so I feel as though when a guy is serious like that, he's way more serious about who he's going to pick. Um, and so I just feel as though to a lot of the guys who allow their women to let themselves go, like I would, I really wonder like how much is pornography and other relationship with women um, substituting from what they're not getting at home. Yeah. They're, they're getting it somewhere. There's no way that they're not getting it from somewhere else. They're, they're, that desire is still burning, you know, like, they're getting it from somewhere else. Yeah. And that, and that's what women need to understand and, and need to realize. And you want somebody that is, you know, really physically attracted to you so he won't go anywhere else. Because, pe- like, men do that. You know, like, um, they have to be aware of that, man. They really do. Because, like you said, if the guy is emotionally unavailable towards his wife, you know, it's going to be a guy, especially if she's somewhat attractive or attractive, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a guy be like, you know, I'm always here for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I care for you. Um, you know, I don't know why he do you like that. I'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. It's like, it's the 80-20 rule. Mm-hmm. The 80-20 rule, I don't know what movie that was. but it's uh, a, Why'd I get married? It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, a good, it's a good rule because yeah. that 20% that you're not getting is very enticing. Mm-hmm. And those couples from that movie all had different issues and they all showed that it was just a lack of effective communication. And, you know, some people fell for that 20 rule and ruined a lot of things. Other people, you know, stayed and had, like, worked it out and obviously happy ever after. But um, those things are very important. I think people have to talk to their partner and see exactly what is going on. And, like, hey, like, you know, I did gain some weight. You know, are you how are you feeling about this? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Like, you know, and the guy needs to leave. Like, you know, I, I see that you kind of, like, not you know, like near me or not as intimate? Am I pushing you away? Am I understanding? Am I listening? Because all those things can be a, a huge... You you can make it work is basically what I'm saying. You can go somewhere and and get different things and just to make you happy and satisfied and you not get it from your wife or husband. Mm-hmm. You know, the the especially men. Men can go on Instagram and and get all the desires they need in the world and come home with their wife and be and be cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and not get it from your wife at all. And y'all hadn't had sex in two months. Yeah. And you wondering why. And yeah. you like, shoot, he good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he good. Yeah, and Magic then, City on Sundays. For oh my God. Men yeah. be at the strip club. Yeah. They may have so many other places they can go to just, you know, Get what they're not getting at home. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, my wife tripped ever since she had some kids, man. She just never got it back. So, you know what I mean? Luscious. <laughs> <laughs> Luscious, though. Luscious yeah. always keep it right. You know keep I mean? it tight, baby. Keep it tight. And I'm here every Sunday. Yeah. It's, you know you know what I mean? After church. It's <laughs> like, whoa. You can't watch the game That's at the nasty. church. Nasty. That is nasty. But, yeah. And also, I feel as though we have to have an honest conversation about what attracts you to most to a person. And whatever, and I always keep on saying people that. People have to be honest with And themselves. people got to be honest with themselves. They got to be honest about it. 
everybody has something. Let's say yours is intelligence. Let's say that's true. <laughs> everybody has something. You have to be honest. So if you're a man and the favorite and the, what attracts you the most to a woman is her looking good. That's what I love the most about women, the beauty, the feminine beauty. If you're a woman and you take that away from him, you're removing what he likes the most. It's tough. If you are a woman and what you love the most about a man, let's say is let's go let's just let's be equal opportunists. Is the masculine muscle muscles and strength and the figure. And she loves men with great bodies. That's what she loves. What attracts her the most to men. And you're a guy and you lose it and you let it go, you are removing what she desires the most. In that situation, how how do you expect them to respond? How do you respect expect someone to respond when you're taking away what they care about the most, what they love about you the most? And and it's, and to me, there's nothing wrong with that. If, if if a woman told Chris, Chris, I love your face, I love your face, I love I love your face the most. And then all of a sudden, Chris stops shaving, stops getting fresh cuts. You know what I mean? Just stops taking care of himself. You know, she, you're, 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 you're negatively affecting what she likes the most about you, you know? And so, like I said, it keeps on going back to what is the heart of the individual? Is your heart built upon being the best version of yourself for the person that you love and care for? Is that what your heart is really concerned about? Are you really going 110? Because... Obviously be healthy with it, though. And obviously be healthy, right? And, and that's and that's why I said the best version of yourself. Yeah. That's I always reiter, reiterate that. We trying to, we, you know what I mean? We trying to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, I remember somebody says, everybody wants unconditional everywhere, but nowhere you do is unconditional. Everything has conditions. Yeah, you can't go to work any kind of way. Yeah, you can't go to you like, you know what? I don't care. I'm letting myself go at work, and they need to pay me my check every single day for the rest of my life. Why would you? Why would you do that at work? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't do that at work. Like, why would you give the person that you love less than what you give at work? You know, and that to me is like where it's like, yo, where are our priorities? Yeah, here? I mean, that's priorities is probably the biggest thing. You know, like if your your number one priority if you marry, obviously, is to love each other. Like, it's y'all relationship is first before everything else, before career, before the kids, before all those things. Is you know, because I mean, it's it's been the most I've been seeing like how you know, how did y'all last 20 years? How did y'all last five years? How did y'all last 10 years? Number one is always say they love each other first, they do everything for each other first, Mm -hmm. you know, they always put their relationship first before anything. It's not my career first, it's not my status, it's not my money, it's not the kids, it's not none of those things. They work on if, if their relationship good. Then everything else is a byproduct mm-hmm. of everything. So they, that's what it is, man. Priority, 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 mm-hmm. for sure. Obviously, like life happens, shit happens, you know. And but we have to work to get back to what we most care about, you mm-hmm. know. And that's our relationship. Yeah. So, man, I I feel you, man. Hopefully, the message gets received and not, you know, get make people angry or bitter, um, because I mean, I know I'm not shallow. Yeah. Like, they can call me shallow, but I know I'm not shallow. I know, um, you know, what I want and and what I need to be the best husband I, like, I can be. Because like, like we said, if it was all we cared about was looks, I had some baddies. Duh. I could have been, been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have been done. Yeah. And um, so, no, you know, I'm looking for something that it, it has the complete package, you mm-hmm. know? 
And it's okay. I said, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with waiting. Yeah, I'm fine yeah, with waiting. Yeah. And when it when it comes, <laughs> y'all will know. Yeah, I'll be happy. Yeah. No, that's great. That's great. I'm trying to think what holes maybe we did not cover that people are going to get mad at us for. Um, do you want to do some of the pregnancy stuff? What do you mean? Like, like some girls are going to argue, okay, after they have babies... It's now the harder. Body the bodies will change. Now it's harder. Hundred percent. I understand that. So, I mean, what? There's only so. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's. Uh, I get it. Like that's understandable. But, but you know what? I honestly believe. I honestly believe women's bodies don't change that much after they have kids. Uh, I don't see now. Now, now you go into a whole rabbit hole. And let me and let me tell you why I believe that. Okay. I believe. It's less about their bodies radically changing and more about their body changes and then they stop also stop working. I agree with that point. Yes. Their body do change, but they also let that be the reason they're not going to do anything. Yeah. It's so a cop-out reason. Yeah. I, so I can see that So too. there's no such thing as like, oh, I had kids, now I'm permanently going to be morbidly obese. No. You know what I mean? 100% not true. Yeah. 100%. And, I agree and, with and, that. And, and that's what I'm saying. It's like you never... Kids, in my opinion... Like, if a woman has kids, and then afterwards she starts taking care of herself, they will never make you, like, an entire different character. It yeah. may make you, uh, depending on the guy. If, some, if a guy likes slim thick, you might become, you know, thick thick. And, but you still look good, though. Yeah. And I don't think anyone's going to complain. No. I don't think any guy's going to complain. No. Maybe in the white community it might be a little different. Whoa. But in the black community, I know no one's going to complain. Yeah. So there is a, I feel like there is a sense where, Almost every woman I know who had multiple kids who are, like, into fitness and health, I've always seen them get back. No, they can get back. It might be harder. And that's the point. It's yeah, harder. It's harder. But the, I, I think some people have the idea that, oh, once I have kids, I can never get back. No, that's not that's not the case. Yeah. That's just yes, you lying to yourself. Yeah. Whether somebody's lying to you or... Some media outlet, whatever. That's not the case. You can yeah. definitely get back. It's just a lot harder. It's exactly. Not easy. And I really believe, and I'm I'm a and I'm a big proponent of this. Like I said, the set. I feel as though as a man, you gotta make sure you gotta lead in this area. You have to lead, in every and she area. gotta be receptive to it. But my thing is like, yo, if your wife has kids, make sure that you're helping out with the the, the, the housework. Uh-huh. Make sure that you're giving her time that maybe she can have an hour to go to the gym. Make sure that you, you know what I mean, may have a little extra dollars to maybe get her a personal trainer or maybe to put her on a meal plan. Um, so I think it's really important that you as a man, you lead in that. You're aware of her struggles and her challenges, and you pr- and you remove every obstacle in her way that makes it harder for her to get that way. Because what happens is, is like, woman has kid one, had kid two, got kid three, now she got to work, now she got to, you know, do all this, now she got to take care of the kids, now she got to go to the ballet recitals. She ain't got no time to die in an exercise. All she, gotta, all she got time for is to drive to Chick-fil-A, grab the food, feed the kids, go home, go to sleep, put them in bed. You know what I mean? She don't got time. So you, as a man, I feel like you got to make sure that you're carving time to give her that opportunity to get her body back because she sacrificed it to have your children. 100%. So you got to be able to be willing to put it put in the work. But uh, I always advise guys, make sure she's receptive of putting in the work because she's going to have to put in the work too. Yeah. That's the key, man. Yeah. 
It can happen, you know. It's not, to me, it's not a, I understand. It's not a complete cop-out excuse. If you want it, you can do it. Obviously, it's harder. Obviously, your time will be, you have a whole kid now. So, yeah, the man has to play a role into taking over uh, some of the time so you can, she can find time to do that, yeah. you know. I mean, or both of them. I don't know. You have to figure it out. Yeah. But don't don't give me that, you know, my body's changed. It is what it is. It's forever now. Yeah. You know, the body is miraculous. It can yeah. do a lot, of, a lot of good things. So, yeah. Um, yeah. There's surgeries, too. That's true. Surgery is true. That's true. Butt lifts, Brazilian Duh. lifts, all that stuff can happen. What are What are your thoughts on surgery? It's the last resort. Last resort. Are you okay with it? I don't know. Okay. I might be. I might be. Duh. I might be. I might be. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I have to get to that point. I have to hear her the side of it. You know, I'm not going to make her do it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I have to hear her side of it. She probably has to come to me for it. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, uh, it's a brochure. Yeah. I don't know exactly what country yeah. it is in, but, yeah. you know what I mean, I, this might be something for you. Yeah. Um, But it, it depends. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no. Okay. Yeah. So like I said, guys, the general, general, general message for all the people who were mature enough to listen one more time. And is, we wasn't really that bad, honestly. Oh, yeah, definitely. We wasn't that bad. Yeah. It could have been a whole lot worse. <laughs> it could have been like a whole lot worse, man. Yeah. And listen, women, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a tip. It may be bad. It may, I love it. It might be. It's going to sound bad, I'll be honest with you. But men do like this. Do think like this. If a man is concerned about your weight, as you being a middle-aged woman, they do look at your mothers. And mm. they be like, they measure. Like, if your mom's like this, more likely she's going to end up like this. And they may be okay with it, may not be. But men do think like that. Mm. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this with love. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. I'm saying it with love. I'm not crazy. You can ask your boyfriend or your fiance or your husband. Yeah. I'm telling you. All right, I'm done. I love it. And so, like I said, one more time to reiterate the major point. The major point of this episode is this. When you are in a relationship, when you are in marriage, you should always want to be the best version of yourself for partners. This is true for a man. This is true for a woman. A woman. Yes. You want to be the best version of yourself for your partner. You always want to constantly improve, constantly be better, never let yourself slack up. There's going to be seasons when you have downturns. We understand that. Amen. Men are going to have physical downturns, financial downturns. There's going to, downturns happen. It's a part of life and women the same thing. But when you go, when you get down, you should never get out. Mm. It's never become your new identity. Always, if strives to get better, always get back up and constantly improve. And like I said, when you if you love somebody, be the best version of yourself for them. Don't just say, "Oh, now we're together. You gotta love me how I am, and this is how I am now, and just love me anyhow." No, remember, he married Girl A, not this new character. <laughs> and same thing for guys. She married Man A, not this new character. Give them what they ask for. Give them what they marry. Give them what they love. And you guys will be happy with one another. Yes, I agree. And yeah, don't let um, these small, fixable things ruin a relationship. Yes. You know, I, I think people have to fight for themselves. They have to communicate um, effectively. And they have to have these hard conversations um, during um, 
dating and into marriage to make this last. So definitely do not let something like this ruin a relationship. Fight for each other, you know, love each other, and want the best for each other. My name is Afiz. Chris is the show, baby. We are the roommates, guys. Well, I would love to hear your thoughts. What? How do you guys feel? Do you guys also believe that it's important to continue putting in the same energy and effort consistently throughout the relationship and a marriage? Comment below. We'd love to hear from you. And Woo! adios. Adios.